What's Shake and Fire Nation? JLD here with an audio masterclass on lessons learned from generating over $100 million in revenue in 25 years. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Robert Beatles on the mic. He's a Christian father, husband, serial entrepreneur, and responsible for creating major construction service-based businesses in California. He's generated over $100 million from startups, software developments, and real estate investments. And today we're going to talk about how he defines success, his biggest failure, and what he learned from it, his top three important pieces of advice for entrepreneurial newcomers, and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase your profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Schedule your free consultation today with Clay Clark at thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. The strategies to attract your dream customers when you're just starting out are exactly the same as when you own a multi-million dollar business. And these strategies are waiting for you on my buddy Russell Brunson's new podcast miniseries, Traffic Secrets. Open your podcast app and subscribe to Traffic Secrets now or visit trafficsecretspodcast.com. Robert, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Hey, what's up, Fire Nation? Thanks a bunch, John, for having me on. Um, Something interesting about myself. Well, let's see. uh, I've been with my wife since we were 14 years old. So 27 years later, we are still together, still best friends. Start off on uh, welfare and food stamps. And now our companies make hundreds of millions of dollars. And I got a little white fuzzy poodle. (laughs) And what's the poodle's name? (laughs) I call her dog. Dog. (laughs) I think you should change it to D-O-G. There you go. That sounds a little bit more O-G. (laughs) Well, Fire Nation, as I was giving you a little intro prep during the introduction, we're going to be talking about lessons learned while generating over $100 million in revenue over the course of 25 years. And we have a lot to cover today. And Robert, I do want to start with your journey, but we have a lot to cover. So let's keep it to three minutes. Give us the highlights of your journey thus far. Well, I'll give you a little teaser. I met my wife when we were 14, been together ever since. Uh, we had our first son at 17 years old, uh, ended up on welfare and food stamps and just uh, struggling to survive. Got into uh, construction, ended up at the uh, the bottom there, worked my way up to running the company, uh, got into it with the owner one day and the owner said, hey, look, man, if you can do a better job, go start your own company. So I did. <laughs> and uh, yeah, from there, you know, we uh, created one of the largest construction service companies in California around 2009. I kind of took a break from it and started uh, building uh, a software company. And it's always been one of my passions. And uh, we started doing some work for companies like the United States Post Office, creating applications and things for them. Then uh, started getting into blockchain around 2011. And around 2017, uh, created a, uh, a YouTube channel for people that were always asking me about uh, cryptocurrencies. And it's put us at like, I don't know, we're in the top five in the world for, for cryptocurrency education. Uh, I created a company called Monarch, which is uh, a decentralized wallet for holding cryptocurrency for everybody out there in the world for free. Uh, then created Monarch Pay for merchants so that way they can start accepting cryptocurrency and not have to worry about high fees or chargebacks and all that kind of sucky stuff. And um, yeah, I've uh, been just uh, creating businesses all my life. And um, yeah, this, this year we've done... Between last year and this year, we've probably uh, 
close to 10x anything we've ever done before. So our numbers are a lot higher now than they than they ever were. God's been great. Um, and uh, Christian, husband, father, and just business builder. That's me. And Fire Nation, as I shared in the intro, Robert's generated this over $100 million from startups, from software development, from real estate investment. So he's really has this diversified portfolio, this diversified skill set, which you'll see kind of unfold as we proceed forward here. Let's get into the weeds for a second here, Robert. You've been through it all. You started at the bottom. Now you're here. How do you define success in business? <laughs> That's easy. Making payroll, covering all the expenses <laughs> and everything after that is gravy. <laughs> I mean, we're laughing right now, but with the times that we're living in, that is a real success for, I'd say, about 90 plus percent of businesses right now. So let's get a little deeper in these weeds. Sure. So, I mean, there's a lot and a lot that goes into a business, right? And so I think, uh, you know, Lee Iacocca Lee always said it best. In the end, all business operations can be reduced to three words, people, product, and profits. And unless you've got a good team, you can't do much with the other two. And I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but it's, it's so true with business, you really have to have an amazing team. And it's great to be a smart guy, but if you're the smartest guy in your team, you're always going to be kind of at a disadvantage. You need people, mentors, you need people that have been there and done that around you so you can take that counsel, that advice, and apply it towards your own endeavors. You don't want to be so much of a trailblazer. You can follow the footsteps of giants and get where you want to go. This isn't really rocket science. You know, I've taken my same approach to businesses and I've cookie cuttered them in different industries across, you know, across the country. So, yeah, we made, you know, over $100 million, you know, a couple of years ago. We made a lot more than that in the past two years. And it's, it's not because I'm some super smart guy. I'll just outwork other people. I uh, give, you know, all glory to God first because without him, I got nothing. Then I give it to my family and friends and employees because you have to have this this collection of people around you to support you and to give you the guidance that you need on your journey. And it's and a ton of this also boils down to education as well. So it's great to be passionate. It's great to have awesome work ethics, but you always have to keep learning because there's so many things out there in this world and you just really got to know what you're doing and where you're trying to go. You did mention the three P's, people, products, profit. We dove a little bit into the people aspect of it. Let's talk about products for a second. Like what over the years have you learned to find success when it comes to products? Filling needs, right? So, I mean, it's, it's one of the most simplistic things. You could have an amazing product, but if nobody wants it, it's going to sit on the shelf. So you need to figure out what it is that you're good at, what it is that you enjoy doing. And then if there's a need around that, you have a much higher chance of being successful versus just trying to chase, chase like, um, I don't know, the latest fads, because by the time you create something for the latest fad, it's probably already outdated. And so there's probably not a use for it. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things you just find a need and fill it and make sure that you're good at whatever need it is that you're trying to fill. Make sure you understand it immensely. It's one of those things you got to go like a, an inch wide and a mile deep and really understand what it is you're trying to do. And then amazing things happen. Fire Nation, the question you really have to answer for yourself is, is your product an actual solution to a real problem? If it is, then guess what? People will pay for that. If it's an actual solution to a real genuine problem, that's where most products fail. They don't fit that definition. Now, the last P, Robert, profit. Talk to us a little bit about profit. 
that's the beauty of business, right? So that's that's when you've got the gravy. That's when you've got your payroll covered, your expenses covered. That's when you're able to do really cool things like expand, pay people more. You know, it's it's one of those things where people that just struggle all the time to make ends meet, they really they're they're kind of locked in place. They're not really able to achieve their their full you know uh, potential because they're always just scratching by. So profits are a beautiful thing. And that goes back to like what you just said about a product. If you create something people really need and want, a service, product, whatever, profits come. You, you know, And it helps having that amazing team around you. So that way you kind of know how to budget, forecast. You know how to cut the fat where you have to. You know how to put more money into something that's doing well. So that'll allow you to create even more profits and take money out of things that are maybe losing you money. So that way you maintain more profits. It's a, you know, it's, it's a balancing act for sure, but it all kind of boils back to, you know, taking care of your customer, right? Whether it's a service or a product, if you do a great job for them, you'll find that it's usually pretty easy for them to open up their wallet and start paying you if you have something that, uh, that they really want and need and the profits just have a way of coming. Generating over a hundred million dollars in revenue over 25 years, it means you've had a lot, I mean, a lot of successes, but I like talking about failures. What is your biggest business failure over the last 25 years? And give us some lessons learned. Yeah. So this kind of goes back to filling a need that really wasn't there and doing something that I didn't understand. (laughs) Uh, A while back, I think around 20, I must have been around 2010, something like that. My wife talked me into uh, helping her best friend's son uh, with a band. uh, They're musicians. And I really didn't like the music, but I love my wife. And I really didn't know anything about uh, creating a record label or, you know, throwing a concert, any of this types of stuff. But I'm pretty industrious and, and I'm, you know, s- smart enough. So basically, I took this band and I got them on the radio and kept them in the top 30 for two or three years. Uh, just just a big money pick. Just a money suck, just a money pit. It was it was crazy. Um, and then I, I <laughs> if I if I wasn't learning from that mistake, then I went and I threw a concert at uh, the Stockton Arena in Stockton, California, a rock concert. And uh, <laughs> so Stockton's not really known for its rock music, number one. And the uh, the bands that I brought on to headline, um, I was told that they could fill arenas, that they'd have no problem, you know, selling enough tickets. And, and I trusted people. And I didn't understand enough about the business, the industry, any of that kind of stuff. And so basically, I set fire to millions of dollars. And it was an expensive lesson. And it's one of those that, uh, again, it goes back to having a great team around you, um, also going kind of like a, an inch wide, a mile deep into whatever it is you're going to be doing, understanding it really well. And I didn't understand it. And it cost me millions of dollars. But I learned a, a very valuable lesson from this. And, you know, I haven't repeated that mistake and well, yeah, I've made over a hundred million dollars in 25 years, but you know, we've done, I don't know, probably close to that just in the past two on top of that, you know, just by not repeating mistakes, learning these lessons. And it's, it's something I, you know, there's, they always say, you know, it doesn't matter if you fall off the horse, it's how quick you get back up, things like that. Well, the same kind of goes true here is you just, you have to learn from your, your failures, learn from your mistakes and then not repeat them. You know, Warren Buffett gets chided all the time because like he missed a lot of things. You know, he missed Uber investment. He missed Microsoft. He missed Facebook and Amazon. But he keeps going back all the time when people ask him about this to the fact that he only invests in what he knows. And he loves using these baseball analogies of like, listen, 
Ted Williams bats 400 because he only swings at pitches that make up about 20% of the strike zone. And he lets all the rest of them go. And he's like, in business, you could even do better than Ted Williams because you don't have to ever swing. You can just let, let balls go by and by and by until finally that one in that sweet spot and you just hit it out of the park. And so it's that patience, Fire Nation, is sticking to what you know. That's what's helped people like Robert and Warren do what they do. Now, before we move on, Robert, how big was the stadium in Stockton? How many people could it have sat if it was at full capacity? Uh, probably just under 15,000 people. I think I got about 2,000, 3,000 people there, which I'm told is about four or five times more than that should have been there. So <laughs> <laughs> that just tells you how industrious and how hardworking we were to try to get it to where it was. And we still lost millions. But to speak to your point about Warren Buffett, that's absolutely right. And if you look at his early success and how successful he became, he basically only invested invested three companies. Yeah. And that's how he made the bulk of his money. You notice his fund now has like 50 something investments and it's not doing so well. You know, if you look at the stock market, but if you look at his top 10 holdings, that's about, well, I guess 67% of his holdings are basically still in his top six or seven companies. So he's still kind of doing that, but he was really successful when he understood those three companies and that's all he put his money in. Yeah, I mean, Apple and Coca-Cola right now make up like over 20% of his entire portfolio. So he's a massive believer in really focusing in on what works. Now, Fire Nation, if you think that we're even close to being done dropping value bombs, you have another thing coming. More is coming up as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. What if I told you that the strategies to attract your dream customers when you're just starting out are exactly the same as when you own a multi-million dollar business? My buddy Russell Brunson has grown ClickFunnels into one of the fastest growing non-VC-backed SaaS companies in the world. So you know the strategies he's using to attract his dream customers are working very well. So how does this help you? He just released a new podcast mini-series called Traffic Secrets to share the exact strategies he uses and that you can use too. Throughout his 20 power-packed episodes, Russell teaches you how to identify your dream customers, find where they're already hanging out, and get direct access to them no matter your budget. These and many more strategies are the exact strategies that Russell uses to bootstrap his business into a $100 million a year empire, and they're the same traffic-driving strategies he uses today to draw people into his world, generate leads, and make sales. These secrets are so powerful, Fire Nation. Open your podcast app and subscribe to Traffic Secrets now, or visit trafficsecretspodcast.com. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Fire Nation, meet Clay Clark. Clay has been coaching businesses just like yours since 2006. Yep, even through the Great Recession. And he does it for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee. At a time when Inc. Magazine reports that by default, 96% of businesses will fail within 10 years, Clay is helping businesses like yours to grow on average by 104% annually. You might be wondering, how's this even possible? Well, Clay only takes on 160 clients, which means he's able to personally design your business plan. Plus, Clay's team helps you execute that plan with access to graphic designers, Google certified search engine optimizers, web developers, online advertising managers, videographers, workflow mappers, and accounting coaches to help you get on top of your numbers. Visit thrivetimeshow.com slash fire to see thousands of video testimonials from real clients who Clay has helped over the years. Then schedule your free consultation with Clay himself to see how he and his team can help you 
you thrive. That's thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. So Robert, I want to talk about the most important pieces of advice that you have for entrepreneurial newcomers. Fire Nation, a lot of us are solopreneurs, small business owners, startup entrepreneurs. We haven't been in the game for super long. What is your top three pieces of advice for us? Be trusting God, work your ass off, and have an amazing team. Uh, and then education is definitely right up there because you can have the best intentions in the world. You can have the best you know, vision. But if you don't know what you're doing, it's not usually going to work. I mean, there's luck out there involved in some of this, but... I mean, you really just always have to be learning. Like every day, I'm I'm sucking up new information all day long. You know, I work 20-hour days. I don't like sleep that much. It doesn't matter what level of success I get to. It'll never be enough because I don't do this for the money. I do this because I actually enjoy it. I love it. It gives me purpose. I got drive in it. And uh, it benefits a lot of people. And so as long as I'm adding value and uh, purpose, you know, to the world, I'm going to keep doing it. So right now we're dealing with a pandemic. I mean, we're dealing with businesses that are being shut down left and right. We're dealing with unemployment into the 20s of millions of people in just a few short weeks. And, you know, those numbers are just climbing and climbing and climbing. We're dealing with failed government bailouts. But the reality is the reason why so many businesses are struggling is because they did a terrible job managing their credit. They did a terrible job managing their debt. They did a terrible job saving money. I mean, most of these businesses need to stop whining, need to look in the mirror and say, I just ran a terrible business because that was what happened with most of these businesses. Not all, but most. You obviously have very hardcore principles about these things. So give us your principles about managing credit, managing debt, and saving money in business. It's kind of a simple answer. You know, I've always kind of believed that cash is king and not to get over leveraged and pay cash for everything when you can. I know that goes against a lot of people, like even Robert Kiyosaki. I mean, I know him, I met him a couple times. I remember back before 2008, he was telling everybody that they're losers. If they have equity in their house, they should be <laughs> sucking that equity out to buy other, all these other houses. And that's when I stopped liking the guy. Right. Because I thought, that is so dangerous. What you're saying is crazy. All these people are going to suck all this equity out of their homes. And that's all that they've got. And guess what? They went and they, they over leveraged and they bought a bunch of other houses. The market tanked and they lost everything. So it's kind of the same, the same thing in business. I understand that it's great to be able to use leverage. Um, in some cases, you know, if you can get 0% loans and they're fixed, that's one thing. But if you get revolving credit lines that are costing you 5 10% a year, you're never going to get away from that if you don't have a really good business model and you don't have the profits to pay that off. You're always going to be working just paying off the interest and it's it's going to be a money suck. So whenever you can, you know, own things. You know, it's like even when you if if you're in some kind of service company and you and you buy vehicles, you know, through the 179 tax deduction, you can buy vehicles and write them off 100%. You know, you can expense them out in the first year. That's huge tax savings and you actually own the asset. And I realize trucks and stuff they go down in value, but again, you can deduct that in the first year 100%. There's things there's there's value in that. And so whenever you can, just try not to get over leveraged. Try to have you know money on the side. So even look, when you look at like Warren Buffett, he doesn't have all of his money in the stock market. He keeps a pool off to the side for when times are tough. Like 30% right when now, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when, when times are tough, 
that's usually when bargains happen. And I know it sounds awful because it's kind of a zero sum game, right? Somebody's losing, somebody's winning. But the fact of the matter is when times do get tough, then there are usually exceptional deals out there where you can get, you know, a great company at a great price or, you know, great products at a great price. And if you're if you're sitting cash flush, it allows you to do that. Or God forbid, you have something like this COVID, you know, pandemic and you need the money and you're not waiting on the government cheese to pay your payroll because you've got it. You've saved up for a rainy day. And so it's always really smart to have cash reserves always and try not to get over leveraged. Try not to go finance a whole bunch of stuff. Try to pay cash whenever you can. And that's kind of the way I do things. In the Army Fire Nation, we called it keeping our powder dry. You always need to keep that powder dry because you never know you got to fire that shot that's going to be the winner. Now, Robert, you work 20 hours a day. You sleep less than four. What the heck inspires you and keeps you so motivated on a day-to-day basis? I'll tell you, I mean, I love what I do. Um, I've got a, a ton of different companies. I got a ton of people that count on me. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things that uh, I don't know any other way. Like, it's really difficult for me to to go on vacation or to just like sit back and like watch watch TV, watch TV or you know Netflix and chill. <laughs> I can't do that stuff. I feel there's something inherently wrong with my brain that doesn't allow me to relax. I always have to be adding value, um, have some kind of purpose. I've got something driving me all the time. You know, for for God and country or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what it is, but I've just always been this way. I've always had, you know, a ton of different jobs or created a ton of different businesses. And when one is taken off and it doesn't need me, it allows me to kind of step back and go build something else. And uh, it's just something I truly love to do. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I love how you kind of chuckled when you mentioned the word watching television, because it is so crazy how many people are literally going to, at every opportunity, whine and moan and complain about how they just can't become successful, about how they just can't get anything going, about how they just can't get any traction, any momentum, nothing, nothing, nothing. Then you audit their day, and they're spending four to six hours a day watching Netflix. They're they're spending two to three hours a day watching YouTube videos and just going down rabbit holes. I mean, they are literally doing nothing productive. They are literally spending all of their free time non-productive. I mean, I love how Gary Vaynerchuk says, like, listen, like you're complaining, give me the 14 hours you waste every week. And I would actually challenge that. I would say people waste way more than 14 hours every single week. And by the way, if you waste 14 hours a week and you're not complaining and you're fine with where you're at, that is your prerogative. Like that's part of being, you know, free and having freedom to choose how you live. And if you're happy and satisfied and wasting 14 hours a week, or you might not consider it wasting because you're watching and enjoying and being entertained those 14 hours a week doing other things like television, fine, do that. But don't complain and whine and moan and then let somebody like myself or Robert audit your day and be like, you literally do nothing. You are the most unproductive person in the world. And that is a huge percentage of people. Now, Robert, I'm curious because again, you've been doing this for 25 years. Your energy is unparalleled. Your excitement, your enthusiasm is next level. What are you currently pursuing right now? And what's your motivations for pursuing this? So the motivation stays the same. I mean, I just love what I do and I and I love to stay busy and love to add value and purpose. Um, things that I got going on right now, geez, um, let's see. Well, I've got, um, you know, construction service company. It's one of the largest uh, in California. We service all kinds of customers. That's a uh, just it's it's a mammoth. It's huge. Then I've got a, a real estate company where we own properties all over the United States. 
and uh, that's 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 pretty pretty uh, sizable as well. I've got uh, Splash Factory. It's a, a software development company that uh, creates applications for people like the United States Post Office. We've created things like um, Memory Tag, which is the world's first uh, greeting cards that allows you to put a picture or video right into the paper greeting card oh, wow. or a gift e-gift card. You know, we got those in stores all over the place. Um, you know, we've got uh, Monarch, which is uh, the world's, you know, it's, it's the world's best decentralized cryptocurrency wallet that allows you to do all your, your safe storage plus trading and all that kind of cool stuff. And it's, you know, it's on Apple and Google. It's a Monarch wallet. Then we created Monarch Pay, which is uh, for, for merchants that allows uh, merchants to accept payments via stable coins and stable tokens and not have to deal with, you know, high fees. So less than 1% transaction fees, no chargebacks ever, no closing of anybody's accounts ever. No, you know, there's no chance of losing their money, no chance of being locked out of their money because it's decentralized and only they have, you know, access to the funds. So it's, it's truly just, you know, it's consumer to business and business to consumer. Got, uh, you know, Crypto Beatles, which is uh, an education platform where I bring on people from all walks of life, usually in the tech and crypto, um, you know, ecosystem, some of the best and brightest. And we uh, interview them and allow people to understand more about blockchain. I do uh, answer the, the viewers questions and do little videos explaining blockchain and cryptocurrency and finances and things like that. That's on our, our YouTube channel. Um, what else do we do? I don't know, man. I got so many things going on all the time. <laughs> I mean, Fire Nation, you can see why Robert only sleeps four hours a day. I mean, he's literally has something going on every waking minute and it does not include Netflix and chill. So Robert, you've dropped a ton of value bombs, brother. Give us one key takeaway. Give us the one thing you want to make sure we really get from everything we talked about today. Then give us a call to action about how we can find out more about you anything you want to chat about there, and then we'll say goodbye. It's funny. Everybody wants success, but nobody really wants to work for it. A lot of people just, they like to complain that, uh, you know, it just doesn't work out for them. You know, they're, they're not smart enough or they don't have the, they didn't have the opportunities or, you know, they weren't blessed or endowed or whatever it is. They like to make excuses versus just kind of having that serious talk with themselves, looking in the mirror and saying, you know what, I can do better. And then actually try to do it actually dedicate the time, like you were saying, 14 hours a day or 14 hours a week. That's a lot of time. I mean, if you wanted to learn a second language, you could probably do that in those wasted 14 hours, right? If you wanted to learn to be some kind of financial guru, or if you wanted to learn how to trade stocks or learn how to invest in real estate or, or just start cold calling and trying to get people to invest in your idea, that's 14 hours a week that they could be working towards whatever goal they have. So the, the big call to action, you know, I mean, for these people is they need to stop, you know, whining and complaining and they need to look in the mirror have a serious conversation with themselves and then start moving towards the goal whether it's you know if they don't have the the education they need well go get it instead of that 14 hours a week on you know netflix or something get that education that you need and then maybe you'll see that you actually can spend more than 14 hours a week and you'll get there even faster and then the more you know, the easier it is for other people to believe in you and help fund your dream, right? So there's that. And for people who want to learn more about me, it's, it's super simple. Just go to CryptoBeatles.com. Um, it's Crypto, C-R-Y-P-T-O, Beatles, B-E-A-D-L-E-S.com. Right there has all my social links. So you can find my YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. I'm super easy to find. Uh, we do live streams. Usually on Sundays where I give away a bunch of uh, crypto or I give away you know, a book. I've written a couple books. And so I give away you know, some of the books there for oh, people cool. that want to learn more about 
blockchain and stuff like that. And, but yeah, I'm super easy to find, super easy to get a hold of. It's just at CryptoBeatles.com. And Fire Nation, I mean, that value bomb that Robert just shared about those 14 hours a week, I mean, it is so true, especially when you spend that time becoming knowledgeable or educated in a specific niche. Like there's an area in any market that's not that nobody's spending 14 hours on because it's like it's niche, it's small, it's tiny, and you can get in there and become best in show there quick and be the person. And that's not going to take all the time in the world. And Fire Nation, you know that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with RB and JLD today. So keep up that heat. And if you head over to eofire.com and type Robert in the search bar, his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've talked about today. Links to everything, best show notes in the biz. And of course, head directly over to CryptoBeatles.com to see all that Robert has going on, get his books, consume his content, a lot of great stuff over there. Robert, thank you for sharing your truth, your knowledge, your value with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Pleasure, brother. God bless. Hey, Fire Nation, today's value bomb content was brought to you by Robert and Fire Nation, I've created a treasure trove. I mean, a figurative and literal treasure trove of free courses for you. I teach you how to podcast, run a mastermind, create funnels that convert and come up with your big idea. So much more. And it's all free. Visit eofire.com slash resources. Start learning today, Fire Nation. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flippity flip side. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Schedule your free consultation today with Clay Clark at thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. The strategies to attract your dream customers when you're just starting out are exactly the same as when you own a multi-million dollar business. And these strategies are waiting for you on my buddy Russell Brunson's new podcast miniseries, Traffic Secrets. Open your podcast app and subscribe to Traffic Secrets now or visit trafficsecretspodcast.com.